0: A burning sword,
1: burnt, and be glad of that, my friend. Do you know the tale of the forging of Lightbringer? For oh, I shall tell it to you.
0: Oh, hey everybody, and welcome to another episode of Brotherhood Without Man, it's your favorite full spoiler review podcast of George R. R. Martin's A Song of Ice and Fire series, reading A Clash of Kings. I am your host, Zach, and sitting here next to me, as always, is my brother. Not from another mother, from the same mother, Nate. Yeah, we have the same
1: mom. Yeah. We're full brothers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ha, you admitted it finally, I and know. it's on air. I know, I figured I'd give you an upbeat Dang. intro, because you always
0: bitch about yeah, it. I only
1: bitch the one time. Wine.
0: Anyway, we read Game of Thrones. We, 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 we read A <laughs> Song of Ice and Fire! Yes, we leaving. read A Song of Ice and Fire. You didn't get to correct me on that one. I'm getting better. By That's next cause... episode, we might be through this shit, folks. Stick with me. We read A Song of Ice and Fire here, and then we'd like to talk about it, what it means, and we think we're clever. <sighs>
1: And yet you can't remember to call it A Song of Ice and Fire. Fuck That's it. okay. But we are Full Spoiler review Podcast.
0: If you've never listened to us before, we will ruin the shit. We talk about everything concurrently as if it were all happening simultaneously. For we are Legion. Goobble gobble goobble, goobble. Join us. One. I'm just going through okay, the fucking cool. gauntlet here. Yeah, sweet. So yeah, full But if you've spoiler, joined us before, you know that we are a bunch of fucking goons who like to discuss what we think we know of Game of Thrones and try to make sense of it all. Last time, last episode, last case last in week
1: point, on Brotherhood Without Manners. We, we were reading, reading Aria. Aria three. Aria three and I loved reading that chapter. It was we, a really good short chapter. It was chapter. a short chapter. Um there's some split feelings on it from people, but we enjoyed the hell out of it yeah. and couldn't help talking about all sorts of crazy, wild stuff. So, this chapter, though, the, we don't get to do a recap. I
0: mean, can we just we can. can we just talk about like the fact that it's the one we've all been waiting for? Like, this is it. We're here, like the 20th century Fox production music should start playing dun, dun, no don't lie dun,
1: dun. you can't dun, wait dun, you yeah this dun, one's dun. good and all but zach's actually been way more wow theon yay yeah, Samuel tarley's first chapter oh
0: i like sam chapters and not his first one because sobbing is in it like 40 fucking times so i'm gonna 40, count it count i've it never counted everyone. it before i'm gonna count it for the podcast that'll be fun that's been one of our points of contention is i like sam as a character but his first fucking chapter it's a lot of sobbing and it's a Bitch to get through, and so I'm going to count it this time. But, fuck Sam Tarly. See. We're talking about My Davos man. Seaworth. Uh, the uh, Onion and Knight. The night. And we get his very first chapter. We did, of course, meet Sir Davos officially in the prologue of A Clash of Kings through Maester Crescent's eyes. Yeah. We know that Davos was a smuggler who was raised up to
1: so want to stand And, and if and you stress, don't like Davos, you could just get the fuck out of here right yeah, now. Yeah, pretty much. No, it's all right. You can Excuse have mixed feelings because some people don't like him because he just leaves his wife out somewhere to fucking <laughs> yeah, rob. Yeah, I mean, there's but, some mixed flaws, feelings, obviously. Davos, uh, Davos is, a is my man, Martin character. Yeah, and I so, heard, I heard Davos.
0: Yeah. Uh, good goddamn, this is a good one. Yeah, um, this chapter specifically. I think made me laugh out loud the most since any we've read because my manis the Stannis is hilarious. These
1: two, in general, like they're just such bros, and I love Mm. it. So this whole chapter opens up, and Davos is standing in front of a bonfire watching the statues of the seven gods burning. Yeah, early in him. the morning. Like, and, yeah. yeah,
0: morning, everyone. Let's go watch the gods yeah. that you've worshipped burn. Yeah,
1: exactly. So he's standing there with his two sons, Allard uh, and uh, Dale. Dale. Dale, thanks. It's, r- it's right there, and I forgot. Dale. Dale. Such a
0: normal <laughs> name for...
1: Do you think he smokes cigarettes and is paranoid about alien conspiracies? You <laughs> know <laughs> he That comet's bringing a death to <laughs> us all.
0: He's the one who's, like, aware of the the black rocks that appear all over Westeros in odd (laughs) places and just trips out about it. Anyway,
1: so I thought it was interesting because, well, uh, when we say the seven gods, for anyone who doesn't know, we're meaning of the the faith, the the seven. Yeah, so,
0: like, to paint the scene, they're, they're standing on a beach right now, the Beach of Dragonstone, and there's a
1: huge
0: conflagration of fire in front of them as seven... Wooden idols of the seven gods, big massive are stages. now lit afire. So, yeah, we get the the, the maiden, the mother, the warrior, the smith, the crone, the father, and the stranger all shimmering from the heat and making the gargoyles on the walls seem behind to it, stir yeah. The gargoyles and... and
1: dragons, as if they're, uh, as if they're seeing them, he, he's seeing them through a veil of tears, or as if the beasts were trembling, stirring
0: and Allard uh, Davos's son voices concerns that it's an ill thing to be burning the gods and Davos thinks that he at least had the sense to keep his voice low since things are tense
1: currently on Dragonstone. Yeah, so. yeah. And he tells them remember where you are and yeah cuz there's um if, Stan- if Stannis hadn't pardoned cuz he gives a little detail on you know how Allard also was a smuggler back when he was a smuggler and if Stannis didn't pardon Davos. So this is point one of many lo-
0: as to why Davos fucking worships Stannis. Yeah,
1: so LR, uh would be at the
0: wall right Which now. we get hammered in throughout this whole chapter of why Davos is loyal yeah, to Stannis. Yeah. And he thinks that hundreds had come down to watch the gods burn. The smell in the air was ugly. And it was hard not to feel uneasy at such an affront to the gods, for most of the men had worshipped them all their lives. Yeah. Uh, Melisandra is living her Best life, yeah. So she's Just out there in her life. her robes,
1: circle in the fire three times, yeah. saying her prayer. Once she says it in a shy, once in old Valyrian, and then finally once in common. You do you have the prayer? Do you want me to read the prayer? I don't do you have got the prayer. prayer. She said, uh, "So it's Rolor come to us in our darkness, Lord of Light. We offer you these false gods, these seven who are one, and him the enemy." Now. Is there eight gods in there? Is it the seven and the stranger? Or is it...
0: Maid, mother, warrior, smith, crone, father, stranger. That's seven. seven. Yeah.
1: Who is and him the enemy?
0: The Great Other. She talks about the Great Other. The, okay. great, the great Other, the absolute, all-consuming darkness that is the opposite, complete opposite of Rolor. Yeah, so the, I just wanted yeah, to bring note that. Yeah, the Great Other. That. Yeah,
1: she's... And... Alluding Make sure. So basically it's who we're thinking either uh, the Three-Eyed Raven is kind of in cahoots with in some way, whether working for him directly or...
0: Well, later in uh, Dance, she gets a vision of what I assume and most of the community has assumed is Brendan Rivers and Bran, and she sees him as the enemy. This is right. the Great Other and his servant, and so it's an interesting... As to who the Great Other actually is, is it, yeah, is it going to be, like, the leader of the others as there was in the show, the Night King, if you will? Or is, or is it going to be it, the Puppet Master? Someone we know, yeah, a Brendan Rivers type, uh, that is someone we're now familiar with. But Queen Celise, I think, is fucking hysterical because she's sort of just, She's like, in it, she, man. Yeah, she's in it. And I actually, I had a buddy like this, shout out to you, Jordan, uh, who, when you talk to him, likes to... Kind of mouth and repeat back to Yes, I used to, to mention you. this to you back when well, I first met. He would met mouth his and repeat back to you what you're saying, and it's usually it's beca- just the last it's line. It's mainly because he's been in customer service for so long, so he's so used to making sure that he's engaging the customer, affirming the customer yeah. knows that he's listening and, it's and just, understanding. it just that's what Celia reminds you of here, because she's fucking every last line, Mel- Melisandre's like, Oh, and the gods save us, and See, the fire I, burns bright I picture her us.
1: as like that. As that super... Sorry, Jordan, I guess
0: I'm comparing you to Queen Solis, so you're going to hate me for that. I, I see her my like,
1: that super pious woman in in church that every Sunday, she's in the very front row and, like, yells amen the loudest, and she's the one standing at the preacher's elbow at the barbecue, just... No, and then preacher, you tell them... Every, see, you but tell I them don't what,
0: see her as being super pious. I just see her as following the latest trend. Like, Millisandre is <laughs> what's hot right now, and she's like, oh, I'm all about it. Like, so
1: she's more of, like, the... The groupie outside of the oh, teen yeah, mom yeah. or Jersey Shore Absolutely. taping. Yeah. Like,
0: ah, I, I think, think it's more of that.
1: I'm going to say everything she says.
0: And she's eating it up. And yes, Stannis is watching him passively, dressed more richly than was his want, as if he was heading for Sept.
1: So this is the reason I mentioned that as well, is... He's dressed in his church clothes. Yeah. He's got his Sunday clothes yeah, on. That's yeah. basically what they're saying. They're
0: here. gonna He's... be hitting fucking Crackle Barrel after <laughs> <you> know, <laughs> saw for a nice meal on their way home.
1: Oh man! Um, so we learn here though that what happened to the fate here uh, to the Sept in Dragons. Yeah, Stone, the faith of the Seven. The the same exact Sept in uh, that Aegon the Conqueror used to pray at when he landed. Uh, and so it's it's not just, like, a, any old No, it's scent. significant. as f- Like, <laughs> this is a hugely historical location, and...
0: For the th- first time, we get mention of the Queen's men, and these are Queen Selyse's men. Yeah, the Florence. Who absolutely are drinking the Kool-Aid that Melisandre is handing to them. They are all well, about Rolor and course the Lord they of Light. Can and- you imagine
1: being just this lady, you know, Lord Stannis and Lady Queen Selyse's house guard, now they're they actually might have a claim to the throne. I We're mean I can't claim men. one way
0: because I've always been a little more Davos-esque, where I'm more skeptical of religion, and so like I totally see Davos like, yo, she comes swooping in here like a fucking hurricane. I came in like a wrecking ball, and like everybody's fucking loving it. God. Damn it, I need to stop singing on this podcast. So
1: I yeah, I definitely see it as very culty with the drinking yeah, the Super cool and the, culty. And so yeah, I could see it being that, but I also do feel it could be these these house guards who the most they ever could have aspired to was maybe being knighted one day. But otherwise now they have the chance to be like the knights of the king's guard. Like they could be your queen's guard, you know, the, the house fucking protectors. Um so they Fuck yeah, like, eat it up. If they actually make it to that and we were protecting them, like, we're going to be set for life.
0: Well, the returning back to the Sept, we learned that the Queen's men had torn it down, completely smashed the altars, just wrecked yeah, the shit. Yeah, because
1: that's where the seven statues that are burning right now came yeah, from. Yeah, they dragged those out And so they, had, they didn't go in there without any kind of opposition. Sir Hubert Rampton... Uh, And his three sons killed four of the Queen's men before a bunch more came in and subdued them. And so they also, Stannis lost the support of Sir, what is it, Gunsir Sunglass?
0: Yeah, the most pious of lords told him that he could no longer support his claim, and he now shared a cell with Septon Barr, who... Ran the sept and Sir Hubard's
1: two surviving sons. So Sir Hubard was killed. And this is where it says, like you mentioned, that Davos isn't much of a godly man, but he's been known to pray to the Seven now and then. Yeah, he's casting off. He's to the father or to the mother or to you know. And he feels ill as he's
0: watching them burn. It's this is huge right now. This is the division that's in Stannis's ranks that will always remain in Stannis's ranks of. Is trusting the Red Woman the right thing to do? And we're getting that laid out.
1: Why he's trusting
0: Flat own. out right now of the division that it's causing. Of, yes, some people are for it. The Queen's Man, Queen's the Lease, they're drinking the well, cool And that's it. We'll the see. The others are um, like, yo, you are legit burning our, our effigies, our holy symbols right. in front of us. This is a blasphemous occurrence. I
1: think it will, we'll get noticed. He'll bring attention that, you know, none of the lords are going to trust him. And yet, later on in the chapter, those very same lords will kind of give him this nod, and I fi- I think it's almost in a in recognition to that 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 division. No, we don't agree with this red woman. We're not mm. cool with this like you, and so we're kind of actually willing to acknowledge you right now because you also you're not don't a Florence Yeah, and you're somebody who up. will tell Stannis. Like we know you're his little buddy, but you'll tell him.
0: Davos thinks that Cressen would have stopped this. He would have called it madness. But the old man drank a cup of death to free Stannis from Melisandra. But somehow her God shielded her. He would have gladly killed her for that. But what chance did he stand where a maester of
1: the Citadel had failed? And man, you're shooting yourself short there. Selling yourself short, Davos. Because I feel like while the poison is easier to be contradicted or counteracted by her, you fucking run a sword through her, Well, I mean, and... like, I
0: also think it's just significant that Davos will very much so embrace the wanting to kill her. Like, after Blackwater, he blames her for it, and he wants her dead. He, When he's found by Salador-san after being out to sea for a while after Blackwater, he is going back to kill her, and Salador-san right. is trying to talk him out of it, saying... Don't do this thing. She she's powerful. She's all seeing. Like and Davos is like, no, I need to save Stannis. I'm cutting out her fucking heart. She got my sons killed. So we see that he already is ready to kill her for Crescent. But yeah, yeah, that's just gonna get exacerbated with fucking. Blackwater. I also like
1: how much stock how he just himself. Sa- well, because we know he's not pious, and he follows that. Citadel mentality that this very scienced and learned man he he couldn't even stop her what chance do I have and so I like how much respect he's showing towards the Citadel yeah. and like we'll kind of learn from Sam eventually that the Citadel is not exactly the most trustworthy well, he, place uh, he
0: also I think it's more to do with Crescent and well, Crescent yeah, was, with he, the wisdom. he says later that Crescent had mm-hmm. wisdom and that I think is what Davos looks up to and we learn a little interesting <clears throat> bit here, excuse me, that Septon Bar had told Davos that the gods' likenesses, the statues that were now burning, had been carved from the masts of the ships that carried the first Targaryens from Valyria. And then, just as a fun counterpoint to that, the Red Woman said that their beauty
1: would make them all the more pleasing to Rolor. Do you think that they, there's any kind of, now this is getting wild, like fucking crazy tinfoil shit, coming from Valyria... Yeah, the boats that were made. Do you think there was any kind of magic instilled in this wood, in well, these masks, that's in these boats? that's sort of why
0: I noted it, because... And potentially yeah, this I
1: fire would... is actually releasing magic, and, and so this is a much more impactful The Targaryens magical... were said to
0: be able to do things with wood and stone and craft, Things that well, were yeah, well, unimaginable for, for at, as a... at this point in the world are unimaginable, unfathomable to the people who exist in Westeros today. And so, so who's to say were... what their boats mm-hmm, were capable mm-hmm. of, made of, constructed with, infused with? Yeah, no, there may have actually been some and huge Not to mention
1: the to gemstones burning. that have been put in Oh, this, yeah, the, the, the repainting, the... re enameled,
0: mm-hmm. like uh, they've been repolished, repainted. They're, they're beautiful. They've been worked on with meticulous care over the years. And now, They're burned
1: because of how beautiful they are. So I'm going to read this next little portion of a quote uh, that explains how these statues are currently laying out on the beach as they burn. And it says the maiden lay athwart the warrior, her arms widespread as if to embrace him. The mother seemed almost to shudder as the flames came licking up her face. A long sword had been thrust through her heart and its leather grip was alive with flame. The father was on the bottom, the first to fall. Is that just fucking laying out the Stark family... I
0: don't know. uh... Like,
1: storyline? Like, I mean, just so much of it just jumps out to me with, A, first, the father was the first to fall. Yeah. Ned goes down. Now, the first part is the maiden lay athwart the warrior... Part of me almost thinks that that has something to do with Sansa and Tyrion, like the warrior, which would be funny that Tyrion. I would almost listened, think more of the Hound. And I thought about the Hound as well as the other thing. Um, but then the mother seemed to almost shudder as the flames came licking up her face, a long sword thrust through her heart. And then the, the final part there was the leather grip was alive with flames. And she's brought back to life because of the Lord of Light and the the kiss, the of, kiss death. of death yeah. from Beric Dondarrion, and it's just that the the sword. No, are, no, the, it's definitely the, the imagery. Because Roose Bolton <clears throat> gets her with the sword through the chest, isn't isn't it? Or is it? No, they uh, cut her throat. It, well, like Rob gets right. Rob the gets dagger in the, the heart, and so either way, the imagery is just yeah. Like, the imagery
0: is there, but I also feel it's meant more for the uh, the fact that this has been. Set up my when I was reading through it, my thing was that I took away more significant was why was it that the mother was the one that was chosen to hold quote unquote Lightbringer? Like, because that's what this is about. They put the sword into the effigy so that Stannis can walk up to retrieve it right, as a, right. a Zorah high reborn. So, why was it that the mother was the well, one that was chosen? Well, I think to... of that,
1: uh the first thing that pops into my head is the mother, maybe the representation of Nissa Nissa.
0: Well, that's, that's what I, the imagery was for me was like, even with the, when you compared it to the Starks, thinking about it in that term, is there something with the Starks where like, you know, Ned Stark and Catelyn forged a blade, you know, right, like right, there's right. just, there's, it almost feels like there would be something there then. Cause that imagery doesn't just feel Stark related. It feels like, Nisa Nisa related, Lightbringer related. And that kind of makes you
1: almost bring that that idea of if it's Catelyn and Ned created... Arya. Well, be that's the it. Warrior. It's a, It's and, one of them light bringers. And it? Sansa. Is I would it? see Arya being a light bringer created by those two. A sword crafted. Which... So does that
0: mean Ned and Sansa? Or Ned? No,
1: don't we're not we're not a fan I fake podcast. I didn't finish that
0: thought. We. Are <laughs> uh, Ned and Catelyn fucked for fifty or hundred days and a hundred nights. Hell yeah! Tempered, and tempered, tempered, and the fuck. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, moving away from that. Nearby, Lord Keltigar coughed and covered his face. Lord, young Lord Bar Emmon had turned splotchy gray and looked ill,
1: and, and the Meerman uh, had been swapping jokes, enjoying the warmth of the fire. Finally, Lord Valerion, as you were getting ready to mention, I watched think. watched
0: the king and not the conflagration. He's more interested in Stannis' reaction. And I really like Lord Valerion. So
1: I do too, and he's the one I was talking about earlier. Because yeah, he, what I like is Davos is. Watching. Is more inter- That's what I think. Yeah. An- he might be more interested in Stannis than the fire. Davos is more interested in, in him the Lords, than yeah, and so he's wondering what Lord Valerion is thinking. Yeah, yeah. He even. Commented- but I think
0: that that shows how prudent Lord Valerion is because he knows that the most important thing here is the king's reaction to it. How Stannis is taking this is really. Yeah. Is he enthralled by it? Not at all. Stannis is staring at it impassively with his jaw clenched as he's known to do, dressed a little more fabulously than usual, but... Probably more so just for the show. The show, and was told, you know, you need to sort of adorn yeah. these ceremonial robes by Melisandre to retrieve Lightbringer, and so Stannis isn't buying it. Yep. Valerion isn't having it. Like, yeah,
1: this is also where we get the where Davos feels his station is in life in his house, and so he knows that he's just this upjump smuggler who was knighted, whereas House Valerion is an old tar- like Lord, Lord old of the Tides. House. Lord
0: Valerion was blood of old Valeria, and Davos stank of fish and onions, and
1: so he does mention, you know, that eventually my house will stand as tall as theirs. My One grandsons
0: day, will fight alongside. Maybe the they'll marry yeah. their
1: ladies, and that's how it works. Once the older a house gets, the longer it's established in an area, the more renown it has, the more people are so willing. So, are to... you ready
0: for my fun little comparison that I thought here was? He's Davos. Little finger. It, no, of... Davos is the different trajectory, the more positive trajectory of how Slint. Jano Slint. Yeah. Jano yeah. Slint just got promoted to a lord. His sons are now promoted to his station because he's fucked because he fucked it up. And so his house is mocked because of their stupid spear emblem and yeah, shitty yeah. sigil that everyone hates. Davos gets shit on for but his shit. it's mostly Davos
1: him. shitting on himself. Oh, I yeah. Mean, yeah, he does catch he a good amount of on, shit. He gets down on
0: because yeah. he's an, a new lord, and that's just what happens. Same thing with Janos. Janos is looked but down right, as like, a new the, lord. But you're right, because the,
1: it's that mirror image, that opposite, because Janos bought his way up to the Has top. Has no honor, yeah. yeah. whereas Davos doesn't want this. I don't want it. I don't want I it. Don't want da-
0: Davos is through loyalty to yeah. Stannis now. every He's only doing the Lord thing because it's Stannis who gave it to him. Otherwise, he'd have no fucking interest in it. And
1: that's it. what he says. Everything I am, I owe to him. Mm-hmm. And that's again showing us the loyalty, how yeah. deep it runs. He goes for him. through
0: everything. Stannis has given. Yeah. Stannis raised him to knighthood, gave him a place of honor at his table, a war galley to sail,
1: as well as one for his ca- his son to sail. He his gave, sons, made his son and Alar. Yeah, made his other uh, you know guy there, his other son, a uh, uh, oarsman or some Merrick shit. Merrick was an oarsman. His Mathos youngest served
0: Davos on Black Bertha. <clears throat>
1: Devon was taken on as a royal squire, and his wife, like fuck,
0: Mar- Maria. Maria was mistress of a small keep on uh, Cape Wrath, where Davos has land of his own, given to him by Stannis as well. And there, Davos could hunt deer in his own woods, all because of Stannis Baratheon, and for the price of but a few finger joints.
1: And that's where he touches the pouch on his neck, which we learn, if you didn't know already, that he keeps those finger joints for luck. There There is is luck.
0: luck, yeah. And Melisandre just starts... Continue. Well, continues going on about the warrior of light, Azora High, come again. And how the, it is said that the hero will draw from the fire a flaming sword
1: to draw uh, to fight back the darkness. Yeah. So I did like that. Uh, right before she started that, the wind catches the smoke, and everybody's kind of coughing as it blows it in their direction. <laughs> and Davos says that. Uh, that's just a taste of things to come. Mm. Many and more would burn before this war Black
0: was Black water. Many
1: and more. And but yeah. yes, it continues. So,
0: yeah, she, she's talking about it. high Hi, come again. Draw a flaming sword from the fire. This sword will be Lightbringer. And Stannis steps forward as his squires equip him with a half cape
1: and a large mitt. big padded glove. One of these squires, again, being Davos' son, heaven. Yeah. Somewhere behind Davos, Ugh. Patchface begins. singing. Under the sea, smoke rises in bubbles, and flames burn green and blue and black. I know, I know. Oh, oh, oh. I hate this motherfucker, because I guarantee he's jangling with some bells over there, too. Just so, fucking... to me,
0: this sounds like an underwater volcano.
1: Yeah, this sounds pretty fucking wild, man. Smoke bubbles yeah. and
0: flames burn blue and black and green. <laughs> I it hate when he talks. Would be distorted and looking yeah. in color. and Yeah, I don't like him at all. He's an unsettling motherfucker. I don't
1: know what to make of anything he says.
0: Davos, uh, not Davos, Stannis strides into the flames, reaches forward and wrenches out the flaming sword in one fluid moment and then quickly retreats Batting off the, the flames that cling to his clothing. And
1: Solis immediately starts hyping this shit. And up. Melisandre, they're well, both yeah, just she... fucking. Oh my god! I'm I just picture like the SpongeBob and Patrick just fucking. Oh yeah, just losing. Yeah,
0: it, like they're fucking loving it. Stannis, I love it because all while, while they're losing their shit, Stannis is beating his arm against his leg to try to get the yeah. flame out. Like, this isn't. A heroic retrieval of a sword. Yes, this is a awkward normal and, man yeah. endangering himself to make an appearance and like him beating out the flames on his leg. Like it's it's not Danny
1: walking into right, the, pyre into the fire. And exactly. That's my so that's no where effect. I was gonna bring it, is that the difference? Th- this is just a it's a fucking parody cuz there's yeah. nothing going on here he has to have that padded glove to grab this fucking he cake.
0: has to have the cape that's like drenched Danny with some water walked i walked
1: into a flaming pyre picked up these eggs as they're cracking as her clothes burn like, off you know, of her hair burned off of her everything and she just walks in and sits there fucking petting these dragons yeah. like <clears throat> he has to beat the fire out and like put the sword down into the fucking beach and Get away from it, because it's burnt, and yeah. we'll get more on that
0: in a bit. But... Davos wonders if he should say the words along with them, and thinks, do I owe him that? Is this fiery god truly his own now? And by this point, the flaming, burning gods were unrecognizable. And as Melisandre finishes s- singing and blah, blah, blahing, the king's patience had worn out. He grabs Queen Selyse by the arm and begins leading her back up to Dragonstone. And as Stannis' squires gather around the sword, wrapping it up in a cloak, Davos notes that the Red Sword of Heroes... Looks a proper mess.
1: Looks a proper mess. This is
0: not the flaming sword that's keeping its form that's still sharp and tempered. Yeah, no, this is
1: the burning heap of metal. Like, this is nothing special at all.
0: And the remaining lingering lords fall silent as they see Davos watching them, and he thinks that should Stannis fall, they will tear me down in an instant. And thinks that on the uh, flip side of that, Neither was he a queen's man. He wasn't this devout, buying Melisandre shit, so he doesn't have support there either. He's yeah. kind of in this odd middle territory yeah, yeah. of Stannis' camp mm-hmm. where he's trying to just tell Stannis true and kind of dodge around the Game of Thrones that is occurring around yeah, him. Yeah. So
1: him and his sons join the groups as they're heading back out. Uh, they're leaving the beach. And they give a uh, little, they start talking about little Devin there. Uh, like, Allard is pissed. I like uh, little Devin though. Yeah. Let me tell you what. I don't know where there's something about him that little Devin, he's a fucking badass kid. Yeah. I they're like shitting him. on
0: him. They're like, oh, he, I guess he, like Davos is like, yeah, he did good. Like he, did, he handled yeah. himself. Uh, th- and he Devin is Stannis' squire.
1: But yeah. And they're Ellard, like, yeah,
0: no, he managed to put the glove on without fucking it up. And it's like, yeah, of course. Like I like I feel you, Devin, cuz of course the Dickish yeah, older brothers yeah. are
1: like, "Oh yeah, no, he didn't fuck <laughs> it up. Good for him." And then Allard starts talking about the sigil that uh Stannis has adopted, the burning heart with the knife through it. And is kind of wary about that, and Davos Davos is like, "A
0: man can change sigils." Yeah, it's, it's fine. No like deal. look at
1: us. And then, you know, he he tries to tell Allard, like, you need to remember that you're not a knight yet. Like, maybe one day, but you're, you're acting like you're more, like, live your station, yeah. bitch.
0: As of right now, we are Stannis' men. We do Stannis's bidding until Stannis says otherwise. End of story. So he decides he wants a drink. I need a drink. And yeah, so, so they,
1: I just wanted to mention it just in case it comes into some place later on. They mentioned that the queen has, or Melisandre, one of them has forced them to have some... Seasoned casks that aren't good for hauling water, and oh yeah, there's... the Queensmen took the Queensmen, all the good right. ones. Yeah, they've got shitty casks yeah. of water, and that so are the gonna water's spoil. gonna spoil before they even get where it's supposed to go. Yeah, and like that's not cool. Yeah, so no, yeah, yeah. I just wanted to make sure. There's that we... a
0: odd division. People that are converting to rolor are getting the better provisions. The ships are getting stocked a little better, whereas those who aren't are getting these odd. I guess, like, essentially, like, I would assume it's like pressure treated wood. That's what I was that, thinking. That, like, yeah. it's just kind of leaking some odd chemical whatever sap that what have you, the into the water, the water bed, yeah. yeah and yeah the, I, I, I was going to note that as well but yeah Davos decides he wants a drink so he yeah. departs from he his son th- leaving them at I the I have ship. a thirst
1: I'll fetch a drink now boys I think is how that went
0: and so he heads to a familiar inn and this inn has a gargoyle that sits beside the entrance though it's been so weathered by the weather that as its features well as are indistinguishable
1: from what Davos is about to do because yeah, he's clearly not the only one that does it
0: no as it's an old sort of tradition at this inn, as you walk by, patrons will pat the head for luck, and Davos said that him and this gargoyle were old friends, which yeah. again, with Crescent... Old friends. Old friends with the gargoyle, and so this is Davos' yeah. place to come and contemplate things right. and, and and think about it And I things. think
1: that's what we're supposed to kind of be put at here, and yeah. so as he enters... We are going to make you wait a second while we convene our small council. So take a listen to that where we give our socials and you can hit us up. Otherwise, we'll see you on the other side. Deuce. What up and welcome to the small council meeting.
0: Meetings are fun, aren't they? They're okay. Anyway, we just want to get you our socials, let you know how you guys can reach us, write into us, interact with
1: us. Where you can write in your inductees that we give at the end of each chapter. We get some from our listeners very regularly, so make sure you get yours in. We accept them for any chapters, regardless of when they are. If you have a particular chapter you're reading now, if you're current with our current episodes and want to give one for this episode, for next episode, you know, you can do that. You can get us anywhere online. Our email is the usual easiest one to get us. That's withoutmannersbrotherhood at gmail.com. But we also have all our social medias. Facebook is facebook.com slash brotherhood podcast. There's also a private Facebook group if you head over to our Patreon. Patreon.com slash manners. You can Give us a little bit of money to help support what we do here for you guys. Make it a little bit better and you get bonus episodes, access to a private Facebook group. It's really cool stuff. We'll shout you out. Cool shit. Um, and finally, let's see. we are on Instagram, at Manners Without. I'm on Twitter at the same handle, at Manners Without. You're on Twitter, at CarStark92. That one. And leave, leave us a rate and review wherever Sweet. those can be left. Stitcher, uh, Spot, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all yeah. them. You know, they're great. We appreciate the rates. We appreciate the reviews. We need them. We live off them. All
0: right. Well, I'm going to put this demon back in the box, so we'll let you back the episode.
1: So Davos enters into the inn and is
0: immediately spotted by Salador-san, who waves him over.
1: They can't see you doing a wave over. That's okay.
0: You can. Don't be fucking crazy about <sighs> it. The Lanisi was a sleek, flamboyant man whose sleeves pooled on the ground around him, and that was his known fashion for throughout Fucking everywhere. Everyone knew him as this extremely flamboyant
1: pirate. So I wanted to just note that I think that that's a very similar fashion style to the Tairoshis. Is that the ones that have the very colorful outfits and their beards dyed colors and all that kind of shit? Yeah. And so it's not outrageous in the world. But he's he's basically like, uh, I think of him like a mix between Captain Hook and Jack Sparrow. Just kind of very outgoing and big and flamboyant yeah. and great. A
0: smuggler as well as a trader, a banker, and a notorious pirate. And it was uh, it was Davos who had actually gone to Lys to recruit him to Stannis' cause. Yeah,
1: which is pretty cool. So, yeah, Salador had invited Davos over to eat some grapes Fuck yeah. and chat. and Brother, won't you eat a peach? They, uh, with the fruit with Martin, man. Always offering fruits and shit. But... The
0: finer things in life, man.
1: Just he's juicing, he's milking those grapes for all they're worth. So J- Davos was, wonders why he wasn't at the the beach, the burning, the bonfire, the bonfire. Bonfire. That's like an extra big fire. But he tells them, "Oh well, we have big old Red Priest Temple in lease, and they are always burning something at some crazy hour." And uh, yeah, it's basically the. We I, I have that at home. Yeah. Like I have no, I I have a Nintendo at home and so like I don't really want to play well, Nintendo. They bore guys. me with their
0: fires and soon they will born bore King Stannis too, if it it can be hoped. And Tyrion... uh Jesus, Tyrion. Davos is kind of like, oh yeah, he can say this shit because he's just a pirate who.
1: Yeah, because he's just all out. Yeah, in he's the, shouting. In the open. He don't give a fuck. So who he I is. also wanted to note that his, one of his nicknames is the the Prince of the Narrow Sea.
0: Yeah, well, self style.
1: Yeah, no, it's, and that's he's not an you know official prince or anything, but he's even King Stannis knows that that is a title, I'm sure. Yeah, and. They just, no, that's just kind of how it goes. He's the Prince of the Narrow Sea. There's no Prince of the Narrow Sea, but because he's this badass pirate, he's this badass banker, fucking grape-eating de- motherfucker. Yeah, okay, he can be the Prince of the Narrow sure, Sea. Sure, why not? So they, they discuss Tywin's appointment of Tyrion
0: in King's Landing.
1: Yeah, man, well, I just think it's interesting that he, it was only a few days before that he's saying, like, oh, yeah, no, I was just in King's Landing. Yeah. Like, I had boats there in the fucking place. Whoop. Tyrion is there now. He's handling some justice. And yeah, like you said, he starts mentioning that Jano Slint's done. He's out. He's been replaced by Jason Bywater, we know, but he says, uh, what is it, like a metal hand? A man with
0: a hook for a hand or yeah. a metal for a hand or, yeah.
1: But Jacelyn Bywater, who we kind of praised pretty heavily during that Tyrion episode. But he says
0: they're hurting. The city has strong, high walls, but who will man them? One quick strike and Stennis could sit the Iron Throne on the morrow. And he asks that, and all I would ask in return for my service is Queen Circe as my prize. Uh, Because as of this far... He sailed on promises alone. Yeah,
1: he hasn't been paid because they're going to pay him with the money they get from the treasury in King's Landing that's completely fucking empty. But Stannis would know this. Yeah. So he I think he knows how much is actually in there. Yeah no. And then he would actually have the, the vaults to back up the debts that he's owing. And then Davos 6,
0: oh, excuse me while I on.
1: Well that's fucking
0: rude. That this world is twisted beyond hope when lowborn smugglers must vouch for the honor of kings. Yeah. Like, and that's, I mean, that's the best way to put it. Davos is having to convince this pirate that he should support this cause and we'll get paid eventually someday. And it's just an interesting
1: twist on it. Because then uh, Davos mentions, you know, we can't, though. We can't go take the city right now because even if we can take it, we don't have the people to hold it. And if Renly comes up the fucking road doing shit, we're we're fucked. Like what? And, and yeah, Tywin especially because he's out at Harrenhal. Um but San says that he had told Stannis about everything that he's talking about right well, now. Well, yeah,
0: because at mention of Renly, he smiles and says, yes, the younger oh, brother. Oh, with a bride. Him yeah. and his bride and all of his knight of flowers ride up the Rose Road to that very location we were just talking of, King's Landing. And Davos is kind of surprised. He's taking his bride with him. And he's like, yeah, no, he he must be either a fool or very confident in his victory, but... One or the other, and then Davos says that the king must be told at once, and he's like, "I already handled it." I've though,
1: already told. Though him. from how
0: much, how tight his jaw clenches when he sees me, he does make me tremble to give him my reports, and I just think that's funny because of, st- of course, yeah. Stannis wouldn't really be comfortable. Yeah, and with then this Son guy. goes to
1: vouch for his. Own. I'm an honest man, a reasonable man. So about that fucking sword. About that sword, though. Like, just immediate left turn. That was not Lightbringer. I love it. That what no. Just so you know. And the sudden
0: shift makes Davos uneasy as well. Like, the fuck? What? And he's like, "What do you? What do you mean?" And he says, "Tell me, how will a burnt sword serve Stannis?" And Davos corrects him and says. A burning sword.
1: Burnt! And be glad of that, my friend. Do you know the tale of the forging of Lightbringer? For I shall tell it to you. It was a time when darkness lay heavy on the world. To oppose it, the hero must have a hero's blade. Oh, like none other that had ever been. And so for thirty days and thirty nights, as I labored sleepless in the temple, forging a blade in the sacred fires. Heat and hammer and fold. Heat and hammer and fold. Oh, yes, until the sword was done. Yet when he plunged it into the water to temper the steel, it burst asunder. Am I continuing?
0: No, you're good there.
1: That's quite a bit. Yeah. Uh, and so...
0: So that is essentially repeated twice over. Um, with the tempering with, changing. Second with the... Uh,
1: is Through the great beast heart of a, a lion, lion. And then the last, finally, of course, with his wife. His, his wife, bride, Nisa, Nisa. Nisa,
0: Nisa. And so that is the forging of Lightbringer. And he says, Now do you see my meaning? Be glad it's just a burnt sword, Stannis drew. Too much light can hurt the eyes. And fire burns. So yeah, essentially he's saying there was grief, there was tragedy involved in the crafting. There's of sacrifice, this sword. meant. Like this is, this is the sword to fight back the darkness. This isn't the sword to win the Iron Throne. No. like
1: something else that I right, before yeah, I didn't. Like, that. like that's what a in huge the flying thing, like, fuck
0: is happening here, people? Yeah, you're not this using this. This is the to fight legendary the sword that Azor High used to fight off and end the Long Night way back when.
1: You're going to yeah. use it to claim the iron throne? So there's the little mention there also how he says that when Nissa, Nissa when he stabbed her the the pain and the everything Ecstasy was so bad that it, she cried out it cracked the moon mm-hmm. the face of the moon and it just made me think of the Moon is
0: Enkeles. Yeah,
1: it made me think of the uh, Dothraki Fuck! I spaced it yeah. there, man. The Dothraki, well, it the Dothraki legend. Well, it was the Dothraki. Well, it was the Doria. Uh, well, Doria. Right. She and was. And she
0: was uh, the. Was she a Lanisi pleasure girl? I think she was. Which and, is he's. Len- yeah. And yeah, that she cried out in ecstasy. It cracked the moon, and then that her she tells the story Sammy? to Danny. Uh, Lannie Lenisi? but. Lassini. Lassini, you're okay. right. Yeah. Um But yeah. That she tells the story that yeah, the the moon was an egg and it cracked and released a thousand thousand dragons into the same earth. story. Yeah, so you think. potentially related. Which yeah. is neat. Nisa Nisa crossed the yeah. earth to crack, which brought dragons. The moon to crack.
1: So maybe it wasn't
0: Oh, man, that's it, because, like, so then maybe it wasn't fucking Lightbringer that fought back the darkness right. dragons. Right, it was a dragon. What if
1: the Lightbringer was a dragon? Who knows? I mean, it can... yeah. uh, and that's yeah. why there's so much fucking debate available on these fucking topics is because of that kind of stuff. It can allude to so many things. Yeah, and he's, uh... But that's... he, he asks Davos when the king plans to set sail, um, kind of turning away after just shitting on that sword. He's like, so when does Stannis plan on making a move? And As soon as his god wills it, essentially. His... his gods. And Davos reminded himself that the inn has people here, and he is not Salador San. Um, but he tells San... Well,
0: Sala asks him, who is your, de- yeah. who is your god, my friend? Right.
1: And see, he replies with, Stannis is my god. Stannis is my god. Not my king. My god. So, do you think that this... Has any kind of like, and just because we fully analyze things, I'm seeing similar traits between Davos and John Connington. John Con with Rhaegar. Do you think that this could, like, not necessarily in a romantic way, but just in the because I think John Con was definitely right. I definitely think so as well, but um, but the idolization of him as a figure. Well, like, it's it's almost
0: concerning because I actually, when I read this, I thought of uh, the the theory of because it anytime I think of the theory of Euron as serving the others, yeah. I think of Stannis as well because there is though there's a prophecy of of Stannis like at the prow of a ship with his cold cold eyes and it a lot of the well supposedly Stannis obviously we don't really know for sure because it's a prophecy type thing but and it's there's just a lot of other s- symbolism in there that. I always think of Stannis. So, here especially, Stannis is my god. Like, that's kind of a yeah. dangerous line with him, especially with the show of Lightbringer and, and Azora High,
1: which, like. Perhaps he's the one that Azora High will need to wield Lightbringer against in some way or capacity yeah, in the future. Yeah, Just...
0: equating a king and a god is a very, very dangerous road yeah, to start yeah. going down. So, yeah, I think there's a lot of things that can be inferred there. And he. Begins. Sala begins leaving, asking Davos to tell Stannis that he'll owe him another 30,000 gold dragons come the black of the moon, which essentially I'm guessing is just a month?
1: Yeah, basically he's just saying that, you know, if in a month we haven't taken the place, then he owes me an additional 30,000, because, like, I'm just sitting here with my thumb up my ass.
0: So Davos, and he swaggers out like he owns the place, because... He's a badass, and so Davos lingers a while, drinking, sipping his ale, and
1: thinking. And intelligently thinks about the burning sword, the burnt sword, but comparing it to Thoros of Myr's yeah, burning sword. Yeah, and recalls
0: being in King's Landing with Stannis during King Robert's tournament for Prince Joffrey's name day, one of his The one before Ned's, days. yeah. And he remembers the Red Priest Thoros of Myr and his flaming sword, and everyone knew it was no true magic. It was just a green sort of oil on the blade or something that he ignited and in the end his fire guttered out and bronze Jan Royce brained him with a common mace Bungs. which sounds a lot more brutal than it really is I guess because yeah, he just kind of bopped him I'm guessing yeah, but like brained probably. I'm, you
1: know like leaking brains but yeah so Davos says that he doesn't have it in him to be a fucking hero he's not made of that kind of stuff because he thinks about what it takes to forge Lightbringer at that thought how there's not really...
0: Well, and thinking of M- Thoros, too, he says a true sword of fire. Now, that would be a wonder to behold. A sword that's actually a fire, not damaged by it, but is, con like, what Lightbringer said, Yeah, conjuring yeah. this fire, not affected by it, not lighting an oil on fire that's on it, but an actual sword of fire would be something miraculous to see, not these little, little tricks. tricks that yeah. they're doing. And then, yeah, he thinks of Nisa Nisa and... Yeah, how she's. Well, he pictures his own wife and pictures trying to plunge a sword through her heart to temper this sword of heroes. And if that is the price of the magic sword, then it was more than he cared to pay. So, yeah, yeah. Davos is like, fuck that noise. I don't want that sacrifice. Nope. Salidor San is right. Like,
1: that is a sword of absolute fucking nonsense. That's craziness. So he's done and he leaves, making sure to give his little gargoyle friend a pat on the way out as well for luck. Um, and he's back on a ship yeah chilling on Black Mirtha, I think it is when he's fetched by his son Squire Devon who has a big white horse with him to escort him to the king who has commanded your presence yeah he wants from there at once to the chamber of the
0: painted table and Davos is worried that He means to sail for King's Landing, like, this is it, here
1: we go. He was worried, yeah, about what the king had to tell him, but he was pretty proud about his son looking so dapper. Yeah. So that's pretty good.
0: So, yeah, he takes off, and at the stone drum, a dozen high lords and bannermen were just leaving as he arrives. Most of them ignore
1: him, Uh, a couple, give him curt nods. so Lord Celtigar and Valerian each nod. But it's Axel Florent who stops, the lord uncle of Selyse, the queen. Yeah, for ten years, he was also the Castellan
0: of Dragonstone, while Stannis sat council for Robert's rule. But of late he'd emerged as the foremost of the Queen's men.
1: Yeah, and so they exchanged some courtesies, but Davos doesn't really want to deal with him Don't and trust thinks him. how he doesn't trust him because this motherfucker pledged for Renly.
0: House Florent. Uh pledged House for Florent Renly. did, right.
1: Renly. And so he's just not really sure. Axel how that's says going.
0: that you know, they say the flames can give you visions, and the visions I I glimpsed beautiful dancers writhing around maidens in yellow silk. It's a vision of Stannis taking the Iron Throne and what awaits us. And He saw fire swirling. I love it because Davos says, Stannis has no taste for such dancing. And, like, pushes past him <laughs> saying, yeah, I only saw fire and smoke. Thanks. Okay, so. bye. And then he wonders why he stopped talking in the first place. He was a queen's man. Davos, the king's.
1: There, There isn't a common, common ground yeah, there. There's nothing for us to talk about. But when he enters... He sees Pylos sitting with Stannis, and they've got a bunch of papers and scrolls and books and shit in front of him, and Stannis immediately greets him. Uh, come, come look at this come letter. Come read this letter, yeah. And da- uh, this fucking cracks me. Like, This is why I love Davos, because he picks it up. He's like, this is a very handsome letter, my lord. But I don't know what the fuck it says. I can't read. And then Stannis, I love it equally, I'd
0: forgotten, and his brow like furrows mm. in irritation, and he's like, Pylos, read it. And so he does. Pylos does. And And it's the letter denouncing... It's his claim, yeah. Yeah. uh, Joffrey's Joffrey's, incest. mm -hmm. Tommen's incest. Marcella's incest. I'm the real king. Bow to me. And we get... A little bit more of Stannis's perfectionist, perfection, and properness. Could, yeah, add a sir to Sir Jamie Lannister, the Kingslayer.
1: Whatever which, he is, he remains a knight. I love that he says that because we don't get that from any other character in this book. Mm-mm. Every other one is Kingslayer, Kingslayer, Kingslayer. We're lucky to get a Jamie if we get a Lannister at all. Yeah, um, whatever yeah.
0: else he is, he's still a knight.
1: And then he makes them remove what is it, beloved, from Robert, which again is just Robert. a. We didn't love each other. A lie.
0: Take it out. Remove like, it. No, yeah, it's, it's a, It's a it's a harmless courtesy, my lord, or your grace. No, a lie. Take it out. Like
1: I didn't love the I'm motherfucker. He didn't love me. I'm not going to fucking fluff the letter yep. with
0: like cushy words. And so, yeah, Stannis says that he will send out 117 copies of this Because they have 117
1: ravens. All he... over
0: the realm. Some may get shot by arrow or storm. And say maybe a hundred make it. Then a hundred lords will have it read to them by their maesters and will hear it, burn it, and swear it to secrecy. But he needs Davos to sail about and deliver these
1: letters. He needs that to not happen. And so he he set up a plan. He's sending Davos north uh, to to Gulltown, the Fingers, the Three Sisters, and White Harbor while sending his son Dale south. To way south, like down past fucking King's Landing, way around into uh, the coast of Dorne. It's the very far
0: coast. And they're to nail these letters to every sept, every inn, every brothel, every every door door they they can. can.
1: And he tells him he has, he said, and I feel like this is a very important thing. Use whatever smuggler tricks you know or need to. He's giving him permission to do whatever smuggling shit he needs to do to do this task. Mm. And so I don't want to say he's giving him permission to break laws, but he's kind of giving him a fucking license to kill I I,
0: want to use that smuggler in you. And Tavo says... Perhaps a contingent of knights. They would. It would mean more coming from a knight with a sir in front of his name than from me. And reading it out Santis loud. Stannis thinks about it and says, "I. I'll grant that. I have some knights who I can give you. Yep. And take them and go. And you will. Uh, and then he says as well that your second son will go across the narrow sea to spread my claim as Braavos, well as Cersei's yeah. infamy there. And the whole world will know that I'm the king. And Davos says thinks, you can tell them, but will they believe you? And at this point, Stannis notices that there's kind of a glance from Davos at Pylos. Pylos, and he dismisses Pylos, saying, well, you better get right in those letters. Yeah, no
1: shit, man, 135 of them. <sighs> Fucking Stannis. And then all the letters that have to go in the chests that they're sending, like, That's like 500 copies of the letter. Minimum. So
0: Stannis asks what it is Davos couldn't say in front of Pylos, and Davos says that he cannot look at uh, Pylos without seeing the chain and feeling sad for Crescent. And we get Stannis' opinion. Yeah, and he's like, you
1: know, I wasn't happy about that I didn't even want him
0: at that feast. I
1: wanted him to be able to just spend the last few years of his life fucking chilling, living it up in retirement. He had
0: angered me with bad counsel, but I didn't want him dead. Like, I I was hoping he'd live out his life in comfort, and then he had to be foolish and...
1: Do what he did. Do what he step did. Step in.
0: And instead, he died. And that's kind of it. Instead, he died. And we moved on. And Davos says that Pylos is the least of it. And he asks what it is that the lords thought of his letter, and I wrote this quote down. Stannis snorted. Celtigar pronounced it admirable. If I showed him the contents of my privy, he'd declare that admirable as well. I... Love, Stannis. He's yeah. the funniest fucking character. Fucking
1: Celtigar's a little bitch, and he's gonna say whatever he thinks I want to. And fucking yeah, the eat. rest
0: of them fucking crowed at me like a bunch of hens, heads bobbing up and down because that's, Stannis hates that yeah, shit. Yeah, he, he wants it. the
1: truth. That's why he called Davos here. Yeah, others Davos, take my lords. I'll yeah. have your your word on it. And Davos tells him like it's strong and blunt and to the point, but you don't have any actual evidence to anything and so stannis is like well i mean proof of a sort we could go get edric storm and be like look at this motherfucker now look at these kids you see the hair that's evidence enough right
0: yep the one that robert fathered my very wedding night in my very wedding bed delina florent was a maiden so robert at least acknowledged the babe edric storm they call him he is said to be the very image of robert Compare him to Joff and Tommen, and men could not help but wonder. And so Davos states the obvious and says, well, if he's at Storm's End, how will men see him? And Stannis says, well, it is one of many difficulties, but you have more to say about the letter, clearly. So speak freely. Say what you will.
1: The last thing he mentions is the done in the light of the Lord and tells him people ain't going to like that. Like, I get that that's your shit, man, but these people have spent their entire lives worshiping this other god. Now you're burning it and forcing this religion down their throat. They're not going to be happy. Have you gone devout on me, smuggler? That was my... To be my... Qu- I fucked that all <laughs> <laughs> That was to be my question to you, my liege. I, and so I really liked that, actually, where he was... It was very much a... That's what I was going to ask you, yeah, motherfucker. Yeah, I can say like, the same thing. Like, what happened? I thought you were...
0: It was wood we burned this morning, Stannis says. And essentially, Davos goes on, your people will not love you if you take from them the gods that they have always worshipped and give them ones whose names are queer on their tongues. And Stannis stands abruptly. When have they ever loved me? How can I lose something I never had? I stopped believing in the gods the day I watched the wind proud break up in the bay. And, god damn it, that's a pretty powerful line right well, that's, there, man.
1: Uh, what's crazy is that's not that's not crazy at all. No, like, m- lots of people lose their faith when they lose a parent, especially in a, like a traumatic accident that you're watching right then. Like maybe that's also when, like as much as Robert loved whoring and drinking and fighting, had he married Cersei and the parents thing not happened. Maybe he would have been a little more settled down. Maybe that fucking forced him into his raging alcoholic mode. Yeah, you yeah. know. So Davos asks him, if if you forsake the gods, then... And Stan finishes then him. Then why bother with the new yeah, one? Yeah, why bother with the new one? And he tells him, because Melisandre has power. And Davos jumps right at him. Crescent had wisdom. Yeah. And thinks. He yes, but what sort
0: of power? And... <laughs> He says that uh, Santa says I've trusted in his wisdom and your wiles for a while, and where where's that gotten us? Like we're we're no closer to anything else, and I've been laughed at, and I've been begging. There will be no more laughing. There will be no more begging. The Iron Throne is mine by rights, but how do I take it? I have ships, and I have her. The rest of the, everyone else has more gold and more men. Yeah, more everything. And more everything. I have ships and her. If nothing else, a sorcerer who inspires such dread among her own men is not to be despised. A frightened man
1: is a broken man, and perhaps she can do more. I mean to find out. I intend to find Yeah, no, I fucking love it. Like, he's just, this is why I've got her here. Nothing else seems to work, so we're going to try this yeah. instead. And,
0: I mean, that's it. He's He's out of options, so he might have an ace in the hole here, or it might be... Nothing, but... So, to wrap it up, uh, we are on the last paragraph here. I'm just going to read it because Stannis tells a bit of a story that ex- I think explains a lot about his character. Okay. And he says, When I was a lad, I found an injured gosh hawk and nursed her ba- back to health. Proud wing, I named her. She would perch on my shoulder and flutter from room to room after me and take food from my hand, but she would not soar. Time and again, I would take her hawking, but she never flew higher than the treetops. Robert called her weak wing. He owned a, gri- a <laughs> jeer falcon named Thunderclap, who never missed her I strike. I called it a
1: griff falcon, not to interrupt you. Oh, uh, well, well, sure.
0: Who uh, named Thunderclap, who never missed her strike. One day, our great uncle Sir Halbert told me to try a different bird. I was making a fool of myself with Wing. he said, and he was right. Stannis Baratheon turned away from the window, and the ghosts who moved upon the southern sea. The seven have never brought me so much as a sparrow. It is time I tried another hawk, Davos. A red hawk. Bam! So yeah, I, I think the he's always played second fiddle to Robert. He's never had the hawk that is the strongest, the fastest, the quickest. Yeah. And now that Robert's gone... And now that Robert's gone, he needs to step up and, and try, a, in the hole. try a new hawk, mm-hmm. at least. See what this one gets him. And so that is it. That's Albus one of A Clash of Kings. Yeah. Holy hell. That's outstanding. I love Stannis. That's so good. Yeah, got an inductee.
1: Yeah. I'm going to give it to Royal Squire Devin. 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 Seaworth. Little Devin. Just because... Um, he com- held himself ob- admirably, putting on the oven mitt. Yeah, man. I, I like little Devin. He's he's been pretty badass so far. So we'll get him in here in case he doesn't. I mean, last it's got to be intimidating a fuck to be Stannis' squad. No shit, man. And like to learning, be learning from that guy. And and Davos actually mentioned that like his other his kids are learning. He knows how to read and write. So like. He's he's on. His yeah, stand. no,
0: there is like there isn't really a single one of Davos's children that I dislike. Even Allard,
1: you know, no, he he's was getting upset mouthy, about like
0: the, the gods, like, and you know, that... and uh,
1: on Davos not recognizing that he is a lore, like a yeah, naive, you you like, sh- sell yourself short, father, yeah. essentially. Do, which is just the, the cocky, the arrogant, youthful, youth. yeah, pride, mm-hmm. yeah, definitely. So that's yeah, a so yeah, little, little Devin, That's Devin. cool.
0: Uh, for me, it's got to be Stannis the fucking Manus, yeah. man. Uh, he. Is laugh out loud funny to me in this chapter. Like, he, a lie, take it out. Lord (laughs) Kaldagar would call the contents of my privy admirable if I should. Like, he just knows these lords are just fucking squawking at him to fucking tell him what he wants to hear, and he's not having it. And I just love how real he gets with Davos, where this kind of kingly wall comes down a little bit, and he wants to hash it out. Right here in the now, so King Stannis, and it's probably gonna happen a million more fucking times for me because I just adore Stannis. Yeah, likely. Anyway, that's so. Those are our inductees. We did get an inductee from our favorite French fry in France,
1: Julian. Our French fry in France, Julian. Yeah. Yeah. Nate's going to read right now. And so he writes in, what a treat. Davos chapter immediately made me think of cat chapter. Now, I didn't make that comparison until I read your email, and I really liked that. That's interesting, Actually, just that very analytical. yeah. Yeah. So the smart character taking time to say the right words at the right time, even when his thoughts differ. That gives us great insight about him and deeper understanding than in the show of the struggling support he shows mm-hmm. Stannis. Yeah, which falls in line with that uh, him being idolizing Stannis. Yeah, yeah, we didn't get the the idolization and, of
0: Stannis nearly as much, and
1: not understand, you know, not being able to deal with the religious aspect mm-hmm. of the t- turn as well so finally i get confronted to the tale of Azorahai and lightbringer while listening to countless game of thrones podcasts during season eight i've heard so many theories about that lightbringer sword and missa missa now i've read it and that makes me proud anyway there's a mystery the tv show didn't explain yeah man it's it wasn't super explained it wasn't said anyway it, it the story of nisa
0: nisa was never given in the show so that like, was never coming up anyway. Like, Lightbringer was mentioned when they were burning the statues and effigies, but they never got into, like, oh, Misenisa yeah. bared her breast and Azor High thrust it through to temper it. So... Yeah, Lightbringer was definitely one that they mm. faltered on and kind of high in like, high. It
1: really, like, it, it evolves in interesting ways. Yeah, in the book,
0: it's going to be a thing. In the show, it really wasn't from the get-go anyway, so.
1: So he continues on, good luck to Meister Pylos for having to write, like, 150 <laughs> identical <laughs> yeah. letters. I agree. And finally, to conclude, my inductee. I would have wanted to induct Davos himself, but I already did only a couple chapters back, so I will have Melisandre join the Ooh. Brotherhood. I like how she inspires great fear in her own side, proving she is a powerful, mysterious creature. And perhaps she can do more. I mean to find out. Nice. Enjoy your seven gods' burn away today, boys, and good luck. Holy shit. Coming at us. Valar Margulis as always, thank you, Julian. Yeah. Um, a quick thing about the inspiring fear kind of reminds me of Voldemort, actually. Inspiring fear among your own. Uh, well, yeah, yeah. Soldiers. If, if your reputation precedes you, and so that it's just interesting that like. Among her own followers, even though this is, you know, Stannis and it's almost pointing her in this evil light, even if she's not necessarily by showing that fear amongst people.
0: Oh, yeah. And and later in dance without getting at the end of the show, for Julian's sake, we won't get too spoilery with that. We kind of learn that there is a little bit of the Wizard of Oz effect going on with Melisandre. Yeah, that yeah. There really it is a little bit of smoke and mirrors and the it isn't just purely evil and there may even be some abuse and or slavery in her history right, that right. like has affected. So she might not just be evil incarnate and casting evil magic. Can we at least like, give,
1: since we are full spoiler, the, the POV, the fact that she's a point of view. Yeah. Chapter? Yeah. I mean, yeah. de-
0: I'm mean, definitely Julian knows fully that will, but yeah, she's, she's a, she gets a point of view chapter in dance of dragons and we learned quite a lot about her and, It's insane. I want to know more, obviously. But, yeah, we learned that it's a little bit smoke and mirrors more than it is just evil, Mm -hmm. dark magic. But it's good shit. It's good shit. It's really good shit. So, yeah, great inductee. Great chapter. What a fucking great chapter. And what a great book so far. Yeah. Everything's been going great. And I just, I'm I'm just, you guys, I'm having a great time.
1: So, we might be going on a not-so-great time next time because it's Theon's first chapter. I hate but, the character. I like what's happening. Yeah, so it's I always good stuff around I'm him. going to be shitting on him because yeah, be he very good.
0: makes stupid, stupid decisions. And that's decisions. the point of this
1: character yeah. right now. So That's if the you point. George <laughs> is like, I need a character need, that
0: everyone can just shit on shit endlessly.
1: Send us your inductees for that chapter. After that is Daenerys' first chapter of Clash of Kings. Yeah. So keep getting those into us. We'll keep reading them. Until next time.
0: Valo de Harris. Peace.